Hello. Welcome to the fourth episode of The Parrot Nest. With the parrots. Yeah. <laughs> um, this episode could end up being a um, shorter episode than normal. I don't know. We have waited like, I know we said we'll probably put it out every two weeks or so, but it's probably been three now since the last one. But our whole mission with this podcast has been to put out podcasts when we have, you know, stories or or updates or tips and all this stuff like that. So nothing's um, going on. Yeah, nothing's really going on. We thought like this stage of pregnancy would be like a good time to start the podcast because it'd be a lot going on. But honestly, it's, it's same old, same old. Yeah, kind of same. So you never know. This could end up being a little bit shorter than normal or whatnot. But again, we only want to put out podcasts when we have kind of the content. So. I feel like we have enough today to kind of talk about, but it still might be a little shorter. Either way, we're going to kind of chronologue. Is that, is that the word? Chron, chronolo, chronologue? I don't know. You know, like a chronology? Like you're putting it down? I don't know. My brain doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's chronologue. So we're, we're chronologuing I'll think of it in pregnancy. 20 minutes. And... This is where we're at. The update is we are at 31 weeks. Leah's at 31 weeks analog? pregnant. No. Is that Definitely a word? Not. Analog's a word, but it's not <laughs> that. For... Um. So anyway, Leah, can we get an update on pregnancy from you? Still pregnant. <laughs> and feeling more and more pregnant. Right. What do you mean? Um. Well... Everybody asks ask you how you're feeling. Well, when you're in your third trimester, I think you just don't feel that good. Like Cole told me yesterday, I just called him. We were talking, and I said, I'm just so uncomfortable today. And he says, babe, you said that for the last week every day. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think that's just the way third trimester is. You're just not very comfortable, and it gets more and more uncomfortable. Yeah. So people are always like, how are you feeling? Well, I feel very pregnant. And I'm going to feel more and more pregnant as it goes on, so. And you're judging your days by, like, moments of comfortableness. You're like, oh, I had this one little moment. How comfortable I was able to be throughout the day. (laughs) At certain times. Yeah. If you're, like, have a day where you just can't get comfortable, that's a bad day. Right. And I've already had a few of those, so. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. How it goes. I'm sure it's normal. Everybody says that everybody mm-hmm. I mean in the last month that's what people say they're like oh she's just so uncomfortable mm-hmm. now I know what they're talking about so that's where we are in pregnancy we had another appointment the other day but literally all the appointments are now are just like go in hear the heartbeat of the baby and Leah gets on the scale and they do a measurement and they say everything's great which is also great so that's mm-hmm. great to hear every time that's why we go just to hear that everything's great mm-hmm so we have another appointment next week for 32 weeks, and we go from there. We see it every two weeks, so mm-hmm. that's kind of a lot, but. But it's, it's quick appointments, like you said. Yeah, they're quick. We don't do a ton. Yeah. So Leah was telling uh, me and our roommate Austin over breakfast her th- a theory, and I said, <laughs> no, I said, wait, you have to, you have to say this theory on the, on the podcast too. So. Um, it's a real theory. She is a scientist, and she, and she made up a theory of, um, I don't know, pregnant women or something. I don't even yeah. know what you would call it. The de-evolution of pregnancy or something. 
Yeah, so when you're pregnant, and I'm trying to look it up real quick, but when you're pregnant... What are you looking up? Like the evolutionary... Pregnancy brain. Everybody knows this is a thing. And some people think it's made up, but then once you're pregnant, you're like, oh, that's definitely a real thing. Um, Here, you can read this while I'm talking. So it's caused by a hormone when you're pregnant... Your hormones are crazy, and there's a couple hormones that skyrocket, and it keeps other hormones from being produced. One of those hormones that it, it keeps from being produced or lessens the production of is the hormone that you need to produce short-term memories. And so you are literally are having a hard time producing short-term memory, which causes pregnancy brain. And I don't know why I feel like the last couple weeks have been way worse for me, and I feel like I'm getting dumber and dumber. And evolution <laughs> is like, is like, is like the picture of evolution, like with the monkey and then the the Cro-Magnon man or whatever. Yeah, and then like the the regular like man, hunter-gatherer, caveman, and then the real. By the time at this point, it should be. A fully developed human. Homo sapien. And I feel like in pregnancy, you go back, you start like going back down just slowly. And then by the time you're at the third trimester, you're pretty much a caveman that doesn't know how to talk <laughs> and can't remember how to do anything <laughs> at all. Like it's ridiculous. It truly is. And then I don't know how I still have a job. <laughs> I'll sit at my desk. I walk into every room probably five times a day. And I will not know why I'm there or what I'm doing or sit at my computer and try to remember what I was going to write down or what I was going to look up. It's a real thing. And then I think that you get to the very bottom. You're basically like just a hunter-gatherer at the point of once <laughs> you have the baby. Like having the baby in the fourth trimester is definitely like the bottom. Like you're completely in survival mode eating, sleeping, and that's it, like, keeping the child alive, and that's all that matters. I'm guessing that my brain is going to completely stop working during that point, and then after that, hopefully at some point in my life, I don't know what age the child will be, but I'll be back to where I was before I was pregnant and be just a normal human again, and that is my my uh, de-evolution of pregnancy. Well, it does say in this article that you showed me, this is kind of crazy. It says, um, whoever this doctor is said, okay, Brizendine says, um, pregnancy brain is the feeling of walking into a room after going after something and then remem not remembering what you went for about 10 times a day. Exactly. So... Mm -hmm. There may be an evolutionary aspect to this. Women's health expert Donica Moore, medical doctor, says it has been postulated that from an evolutionary standpoint, this memory impairment may be helpful so that women will forget about other stuff and focus on caring for the child. Which, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's dumb. <laughs> Because let's be honest, how many times am I going to do that? Like go in the room to get a bottle and walk in the room and be like, why am I here? 
<laughs> you just forget to care yeah, for the child. Yeah, that's not productive. That's <laughs> no, not... it's saying you forget to do like stuff to do other, other things. things. So you focus on caring for the child, but you're like focusing. It's the same. Like living life right. is the same. But instead, you're just gonna forget how to like. <laughs> you're gonna forget to take care of the baby. Yeah. You're, like, walk into a room and be like, like why, why am did I, in I here? come in here? And, and the baby's then... just yelling. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh well. <laughs> the, the baby's <laughs> like crying. Ten minutes later, you're like, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. Um, oh gosh. Um so that was Leah's theory. She says that she's a cave woman right now and I'll keep funny. you up to date. I'm definitely D Once Leah starts going back in the evolu back up the evolutionary chart, we'll let you know. Yeah, my IQ is definitely going down. Yeah. So another thing I have down in the notes, so this is kind of, again, this, this podcast isn't necessarily like focused, like we've had on some of the other ones, which even then haven't really been that focused, but yeah, <laughs> um, there's some funny things that I wanted to bring up for you to tell us about Leah. Okay. Um, one of them is you were telling me a story about your coworkers stories, the other, or the questions he would ask you about pregnancy. So I was hoping oh. that you would give us an update on either a few or maybe if you don't, there's only one, but if there's a few questions that your coworkers are asking you, that would be maybe funny. Um, well, we have my coworker is 20. Um, and so he asked some funny questions, but also we have our friends. Our friends are also uh, haven't been around a pregnant person before. Uh-huh. And so it's kind of interchangeable. But mostly just the, the point of what we're talking about is the other day my coworker he'll ask me the most random questions we don't even have to be talking about anything and he says if the baby's in your stomach then where does all your food go hmm. <laughs> which was really funny <laughs> I, like, I like explained to him that the baby's not in my stomach it's in my uterus and <laughs> <laughs> the stomach has to move up like all of your organs move to make room for the baby and and I was like did you go to health class <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like this is something you should have learned before. I like how you said that he's 20 like that's like a justification for... I know like <laughs> you definitely should have known this a long time ago especially because his mother had children after like when he was old enough that he should have been able to understand the biology of what was happening when his mom was pregnant yeah and then, what other questions have we had? From them? From anyone. Um, like, someone will feel my tummy and they'll be like, can you feel that? Well, like, I, we got our roommates to, like, they're, they don't really, I mean, it's not like they're the kind of people who go up and try to touch Leah's stomach. So, but it's funny. I got them A couple of our guy feel. friends have been like, let me feel your tummy. <laughs> and yeah. then others, or you kind of have to, like, go them into it. Well, I got this. I got our roommates to to try to feel Leah's stomach, which was funny. Which was hilarious. Tell. Um, and the one, he's he was very timid, and but he eventually did do it, and he uh, braced himself. He, like, literally knelt in front of me and put both hands. I was sitting on the couch, and he, like, put both hands on my stomach and just sat there, and I pushed on it a little bit. Pushed, I took his hand and pushed on the baby so he could tell like, where the baby is and where it isn't. He's like, don't push so hard. <laughs> <laughs> and then he had both hands on there and the baby moved. He's like, I felt it. He's like, do you feel that? 
<laughs> yes. And then, so this morning, though, for me, like I, we were laying there in bed, and and I was had my arm around you, and I felt the baby, like really kicking on your stomach. So like it would like kick, and I would push down on that exact same spot, mm-hmm. and then he would like kick back out. I felt that on like, the exact you same would, spot. Like, kinda, he was like pushing would, against like, me. You weren't pushing that hard, but you would like tap in the spot that he had. Well, because I could like kicked, and then he did it again. Yeah, he would like leave his foot there, and I'd like push or whatever it was, and he'd like push it. I just imagine it's his foot, and he'd like push it back down, and so I'd like push. We were like, it, it was almost not. He was like not just like he was pushing, like kicking. It was like he was like pushing, but like leaving it, and then I would like push his foot down, and then he'd like push it back up. Yeah. Was so he was like pushing it. against it. So in my mind, we were bonding, and his mind, he was probably like, "What's happening?" <laughs> <laughs> He was probably just like thinking, he was like, I want to go here. <laughs> In my mind, I'm like, oh, we're bonding. <laughs> but he's probably just like trying to like manipulate your organs is what he thinks is going on. Probably. He's probably moving the organ to make room. Yeah. Was there any Maybe other funny stories that your coworkers asked or funny questions your coworkers asked? Um, I have one coworker that doesn't like the word pregnancy. He doesn't like to say you're pregnant. He likes to say other things like with child, which is way worse. <laughs> or what's another one I've told you? I don't know. That's kind of weird, though. Yeah, it's like he just thinks that pregnancy is kind of like a negative term. He just thinks it's a negative, has a negative implication. Well, you also think crazy. that. <laughs> <laughs> Not much positive, but, <laughs> but he's so he'll say you're with child. And I don't know why, but that sounds way worse than me. I'm pregnant. Yeah, right. Which I know it means the same thing. It's just funny how he doesn't like to call it that. Okay. And then my other coworker, she says, I don't imagine how you're going to get much bigger. <laughs> and she's <laughs> like, I know you're going to get way bigger, but I can't imagine you getting bigger. And I'm like, I know. It's huge already. Which apparently I'm normal size, but yeah. it feels huge. So there was a story, another story you were going to tell at breakfast that I, I literally, like, Leah stood up to tell me the story. And I was like, no, tell this on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And so then she got upset at me for it. But <laughs> now, now I'm ready for it. So during pregnancy, they say that you start to lose balance. Have you heard that? No. Like you just are, I don't know, you're like a 90-year-old person and you're a fall risk. Uh-huh. Again, the <laughs> evolution. Fall, fall risk. The evolution. You're at a fall. Yeah, you're at a a point where people are worried about you falling. My dad does that when we're walking. He's like worried that I'm gonna topple over, and and he's been doing that for a really long time. <laughs> but now it's actually kind of I've noticed I'll just lose my balance a little bit at like a weird point. Like I almost fell in the shower the other day. What? Yeah, just because I was like I turned in a weird way and I almost like I just almost like fell on my butt. And it was weird. I was Gosh. like, oh, that was weird. And, but anyway, so yesterday, we live in Fort Collins. And there's a downtown. And you can park in the middle of the street. There's parking spots. And then you have to cross the street to get, obviously, to the sidewalk. And so I had I'd gotten out of my car. I, took, I had the keys in my hand. I went to put my keys in my purse while I was in the middle <laughs> of the street walking across the street. And I dropped my keys. And so, you know how I'm kind of, not jogging, but like, 
I don't jog at this point. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of like. But like that. moving quickly across the street, like kind of walking quickly, half jogging, half walking. And I drop my keys, and so they slide, and then I try to kick them as well to keep to like get them all the way across the street. And then you know how when you <laughs> when you used to be able to just like walk quickly and bend forward and pick something up while continuing to walk. Uh-huh. Apparently, I'm not capable of doing that anymore. Like, I literally almost fall on my face in the middle of the road. But you start doing the thing that like it. takes like big steps. To- <laughs> yes. And I like tried to bounce, like just squat down real quick and pick up my keys. No, what I tried to do is bend forward and pick up my keys real quick, and I almost fell right on my face. And I had to do the whole like jogging thing to like stand like. <laughs> Like, pick it back up. Like, think of a football player, like, retrieving a fumble and losing their footing. Like, that was what I looked like. It was so bad. Did people look at you? I don't know. I mean, the cars were coming, which is why I was in such a hurry. The cars were coming, and I was trying to be fast. And I was on the phone with Cole at the same time. I would just start laughing. I'm like, oh my gosh, I must look completely ridiculous. Oh, that would have been so bad. I almost fell right in the middle of the street. Pregnant lady falls in the middle of the street. Hmm. Pedestrians have to <laughs> jump out. I would have been so embarrassed. I would have felt so stupid. And then I would have just not been able to get up because of how hard I was laughing. Uh, I would have had to, like, on all fours, crawl to the edge of the street and left my keys. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if y'all could picture it like it I happened, can. but it's. <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> it was it was, bad. Yeah. In my mind, it's like I love when people fall or when kids fall. <laughs> it's like the funniest thing in the world. But obviously, like since you're pregnant, it's less funny because you could fall like right on your stomach. Yeah. So it's scary. But also like, like the fact that you recovered from it like all fast. <laughs> to, to, and to, like, I did grab my keys when I bounced down, but it's I it just didn't happen. I almost fell over when I did that. I thought I don't know. I forgot I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. It is really funny. Uh, that's good. Yeah. So another thing I wanted to talk about on this podcast is I know we said we were going to let this podcast be like we would tell stories and give like talk about articles or best practices or whatnot. But now that you are past this or you're in this time in pregnancy of your first pregnancy and I thought it would be a good time for you to be an expert and to share your tips with people <laughs> who may be just getting pregnant or maybe like they're in their first trimester or they're in their second trimester and you can maybe give them tips on how to sleep better. Oh my gosh. That's what you had to choose? <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm just thinking about giving tips on like you're obviously struggling very much with sleep. Yeah, so I don't have any tips. <laughs> So what have you done to try to make Things yourself feel tried. better? And well, you know worked. what I think does help is taking a bath or shower before you go to bed. Okay, why? Like you get, you're just so uncomfortable by the end of the day. Yeah. That I think it helps relax all your muscles and everything. It's just a lot more comfortable when you go to lay down. Um, and then 
And I read that babies like baths too. They like when you take a bath. Because it gets hot. Maybe cozy for them. Like a sauna. And then they... What else have I done? Uh, not going to bed hungry. That's huge. You can't, you can't go to bed hungry. Eat a snack or something. But also I can't eat a big meal right before I go to bed. Or I, I can't fall asleep. So just a small snack, crackers or something. I think we told you about. Well, obviously, gaming tea and crackers. Yeah, but that doesn't help that much, or you'd be doing it. Mostly, I don't want to go. I'm already upstairs in bed. I don't want to go downstairs and make the tea. Well, if it helps that much, you could call me or text me or yell. I don't know if the tea helps that much. It's just comforting. So it's mostly you have to not go to bed hungry, and you can't go to bed full either. Yeah. So what are things that you think you've tried that actually help? Like, not just maybe things we've tried, but, like... Well, those are the things. You have to not go to bed hungry or not to go to bed full. Okay. And then you also have to uh, have the room cool. I've noticed that's a big thing. If I'm hot, I'm not going to sleep well. And I'm not going to fall asleep. And so, the last few nights, it's been a lot cooler in our room compared to... The few nights before that, and I had a really hard time sleeping, and which is completely different to where I used to be. I used to just not be able to fall asleep if I was cold. Now I just wish it was cold. So, going to sleep in a place that's not very hot has been like a big thing for you. Mm-hmm. Like suck it up and turn on the AC. Yeah. Spend all the money on the AC. <laughs> Fan doesn't even matter. Fan, yeah, the fan's okay. And humidifier. I became a really big baby when uh, we when I got pregnant. And all of a sudden, the humidifier's a really big deal. <clears throat> they tell you that in the baby books and stuff like that. I don't remember why, but I sleep a lot better if there's a humidifier. But if I don't have a humidifier, I wake up in the middle of the night and, like, can't breathe. Hmm. With a stuffy nose and stuff. Okay, what about pillows? Well, tell me about the pillow situation. Pillows, so me in particularly. In particular? In particular. I don't like to sleep on my sides, apparently. Never realized it until now, but I'm a very big back sleeper, and it hurts my shoulders to have to sleep on my side all the time. So to me, it's helped to kind of switch up the pillows I'm sleeping with because it keeps me from sleeping in the exact same position every night because it hurts my body a lot to to do that. Like, sleeping on my left side is really difficult and I'm really uncomfortable because it makes my body hurt. Sure. But also, pregnancy tip is consider seeing a chiropractor because I was having a lot of pain in my SI joints, which is like the joints in the low of your back, like your bottom like right above your hip. the bottom of your back like your hips like right where your hips connect to your back and I just thought that that's how pregnancy was and then I've seen a chiropractor twice and it's gotten way better like way better and so consider doing that because I was just I just thought that that's just the way it was so there are things you can do I wish I had started going a couple months ago so <clears throat> if I was a new pregnant girl and I came up to you and I said, I only have about 30 seconds. Tell me one thing that I need to do to help me with my sleep. And you would say, girlfriend, do this. 
get your sleeping pillows. You need multiple different pillows to make yourself comfortable at night and keep the room cool. Okay. Thanks, girlfriend. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Nobody's ever said that to me. That's Thanks, you, girlfriend. That's how you guys talk. <clears throat> um, okay. Cool. All right. Now to the next note that I have. Um, do you have any other tips you would want to tell people, though? It doesn't have to be about sleeping, now that you're mm -hmm. an expert, in the past 30 weeks. You've gone through 31 weeks, so any other tips that you want to share? You don't have to. No, for me, I think it's important to, like, at some point, you're at during the day, your body tells you, like, that's it, I'm done, go to bed. And you need, yeah, I need to listen to it. So listen to your body. Yeah, like I'll be, I'll be up. Especially, it seems like I don't realize that I can't get off work, make dinner for friends and family, and and sit up for two hours around the fire and hang out and be the last one to go in. Like I'm literally always the first one to go to bed now. And if the dishes are in the sink, then that's fine. Like, I can't, once it's time to go to bed, I just have to go. Or else I really, I honestly feel it the next day. And I don't sleep well that night. It's like you've passed the point of no return where your body's so mad at you that. Yeah. So you just need to listen to your body when it tells you to stop. Very Which good. is difficult because it feels like it does that a lot. But maybe that's what you need. Mm-hmm. Especially for people that work. But it's, thankfully, I work at a place where they're fairly lenient. I feel really lazy because of how much I sit down now. But at the same time, again, it's that. just you realizing that this is what needs to happen and not. Don't feel guilty. It's your body. Right. It just feels lazy letting other people do the work. Yeah, but those other people aren't carrying a child or going through hormonal imbalances and and de-evolution stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Their evolution is fine. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. So there's also a few things that I wanted to talk about in regard to things we still need to do. Or maybe even like, but like not just things we need to do before the baby comes, but like things that we need to do that we probably haven't been thinking of. So... One thing I will say that was uh, someone at work told me the other day, um, and I thought it was a really good tip. She was like, hey, let me just give you this tip because um, I've been through this. Plus, I have a friend who recently just had a kid, and they didn't think about daycare. They, they thought about daycare, but like not until it was too late. So she said that you need to start thinking about daycare like either now or when, like as soon as the baby gets there. So that's a reason to do it proactively is start if you're gonna go back to work, start to at least think about daycare because most places around that do daycare, if you're gonna use an actual center, um, that's worth a lot, like has a waiting list. So oh. yeah. So I thought that was a really good point because she said that her friend, you know, they were like two through the baby was like two or three months old. She was gonna go back to to work in like a, a month or so, and they went and the place had a wait list of like three months. So that woman was out of work for an additional two months that they hadn't planned for because she didn't have daycare set up. So it caused like a big hassle. So 
that is probably something that we need to look into, <clears throat> like, before it gets too late. Right. Yeah, that's definitely something we haven't talked that much about, especially since we don't know how much I'm going to be working when I do go back to work. And so... Yeah. But it's probably best to, like, make a plan to have a full-time daycare, and worse comes to worse, you just cut it down. Well, yeah, and you can cancel it or whatnot, but we can at least start looking now and be like, um, and then make some choices on maybe what we want to do, or at least get on the waiting list, you know? Yeah. So that was one thing. The other thing is, um, classes. We didn't sign up for classes yet, and I think we decided on doing the online one. Which I'm still not a fan of. I would still rather do the in-person one. It's just really inconvenient because it's only on Thursday nights, and that's the night we have life group, but it's, it, I just think it would be so beneficial to be in a class with other people and you hear other people's questions as well. Yeah. Um, so I'm still kind of up in the air with that, which we need to decide that like today. Right. And I'm kind of like, eh, like online sounds fine. Which surprises me because you're the one that loves questions. Yeah. But I like questions like one-on-one. I don't like people's dumb questions. I don't like people (laughs) who are like, Hey, what happens when my baby's born and my mother-in-law wants to hold it? Like, that's a dumb question. You let your mother-in-law hold the baby. You don't make her go get all these shots. You don't. That's the kind of crap that I don't like to be around. You know? I but see. people have different opinions about pregnancy and babies and childhood and whatever than I do. So, and that's fine. If you get, like, really nervous about people being around your kid, then whatever. But, like, I feel like being around people who are going to ask a bunch of questions like that will make me be like, oh, shut up. So, I don't know. Maybe. But then again, maybe, maybe they're not. like real questions. I already told a family friend, maybe, but I already told a family <laughs> friend the other day, she's a, a nurse um, at the place we're actually going to have the baby at, and she's actually a delivery nurse too. Mm-hmm. So there's a chance that she could be there when we're having the baby. That would be um, different. Yeah, it could be, but I think it'd be, I think it'd be helpful. Um, So I told her, I was like, Hey, I think I might need to do like a, like a, educational interview with you and like you tell me about what birds like and what I should be like looking out for and and just like get my my stresses out in the air and you can like talk me through it I feel like that's what I want most of my stuff like the birth and not like the actual taking care of a baby which is like not yeah, saying I'm but an that's expert, what you but... would be able to do if you went to a class you would actually have a teacher there that could tell you all these questions, answer all these questions. If you do it online, then you're not going to have any. Yeah, but I'll have this other person questions. to do a one-on-one interview with. Did she say she wanted she to did, do it? Well, she said she would do it. Hmm. So I should do it. You should do it. Just go to coffee or lunch or something. Yeah, we could do that. Okay. Yeah, that'd be fun. Maybe so, I'll ask her. Um, <clears throat> okay, and the other thing was, I don't know, what was I just talking about now? Also, we're having the baby shower. Before we'll have the next podcast. Mm, is that true? What is today? Well, if we do it three One, weeks from now. Two. Oh, which we probably will. We probably won't do it within two we weeks. We still have a lot going on. So probably three weeks. So you'll probably have the baby shower. On the sixth. Or maybe we'll wait till both like baby showers are over. Because we have two. Mm, we'll see. Okay. That's, yeah, that's true. That could be a good content for one and then talk about it for the other one, too. Right. So, um, anyways, um, 
so I was trying to think about other things that we could do in preparation. Um, another one was decorating. We haven't decorated at all for the room or got decorations. I know we're like waiting to decorate the room, but yeah, we haven't really figured out what we're going to do with that. The problem with that is that's something definitely I would put off for sure. Right. That's, that's why I brought it up. That wouldn't happen. I keep thinking it'd just be cool to buy like, maybe a few pictures or like a stencil or even I think it would be cool to buy a blanket because we're doing a world like an outdoors theme, like a right, like a mountain theme for the baby room. Yeah, we kind of like the idea of just putting like a decorative wall hanging, like yeah. a mountain, like or something like that. So I think there's a lot of blankets out there like that. So let's buy a blanket or a quilt and like hang the blanket from the wall. <laughs> I think that sounds cool. I don't think that sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a college kid thing to do. Like a tapestry. Yeah, you just hang a tapestry. <laughs> like a Bob Marley thing. Yeah, let's just get a couple posters. <laughs> like a Bob Marley one and like a like a weird purple like tie-dye. Yeah. <laughs> and like yeah. burn some like Nag Champa <laughs> incense. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it'll be fine um the other thing i've been thinking about this a lot lately and it's something i think we should do i was gonna say today but i think we should do this like this weekend if we can but it's making a like a hospital go bag and i work in emergency management so i should be like actually <laughs> thinking like, about this more you should already have a go bag ready well honestly because in my imagination are people say like oh, hey these are you know you need to have a go bag before you go to the hospital, right? It's something that you just pick up and it's got like all this stuff for you. It's what people say you have to, like, I don't know, pregnant. It's everything like, you would need when you went to the hospital. So, like, a change of clothes, toiletries. For you and for the potential, like, for and for the baby. Us, for the baby, for, and for you. And for me. And, like, little things. But we also don't even have a car seat. Well, that's literally fine. <laughs> we would buy a car seat before he comes home. Um,. But what you need to have is the like the, the bag that would have everything in it, like documents or things like that, that we don't have to go searching around the house in frantic while you're yelling at me and everything. So the reason I think that is like people say, oh, you know, it's 40 weeks, 40 weeks of pregnancy, but a lot of times it can be early. So, and you never know, people have their babies like way early. So we... We're at 31 weeks, which seems really early. It does seem really early, but at the same time, if... I feel like I would put this off too. And I'd be like, oh, I have to have this by 40 weeks. So like, what if, I feel like it's not that uncommon. Like once you get to 36 weeks, babies like really start coming. Like right. I know that's early, but it's still like, it's like mid term or like mid premium or whatever it is. But it's very possible that the baby could come four weeks early. And then three weeks, it becomes more and more common. So we have roughly four weeks a little over four weeks yeah we have a month and a week <laughs> yeah a month and a week 36 weeks yeah so i just i'm saying we should put it together now while we don't have to stress about it before we get to the point where it's like oh my gosh we have to do this now so which i hear what you're saying okay. but i disagree okay go on <laughs> because everything you put in that bag needs to stay in that bag and i don't have anything that i'm gonna wear at the hospital that I'm not going to want to wear before 
Like there's so, only a couple uh, things that are comfortable. Right what goes now. in that bag? Because that's what I'm unsure of. I just know that. It's Haven't a thing. you ever heard of Pinterest? It's like yeah, a, I don't, mil- I don't a million Pinterest lists of what you're supposed to have in your baby. Bag. So what is it? It's pajamas for you. It's extra bras and underwear for me. It's extra. <laughs> <laughs> it's toiletries. It's like a hairbrush and shampoo and and makeup and socks and underwear for you and change of shirts and pants and like literally if you were to pack a two-day bag to go somewhere okay and that's it and for the baby like you pack a two-day bag for the baby gotcha i think the hospital gives you all the diapers and everything so when do you think would be the best to put this together because you're Probably probably 36 weeks Okay, so in a month we'll put it together because then you just magically think you'll have all this stuff extra to put in there and not have and just be able to leave. Mm, nope. <laughs> so I'm either to the way, point where I'm pretty much just wearing one bra. <laughs> so how about you just put a big shirt of mine in there, and it's like you can wear that as a PJ at the. Yeah, but it, because it's for nursing. Well, can't you just cut a hole in it? No. Lift it up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have an idea. We can make... Or a robe. You're supposed to bring a robe. We can take a big t-shirt of mine and then cut... You can't see this on the podcast, obviously, but, like, cut down from the neck down to, like... a big V? Well, yeah, like, no, down to, like, the, the boob area. Maybe a little past it. And then we'll put a button, like, there. And so you can wear it as a t-shirt. So, like, the middle, also For people that can't see what Cole's doing on this podcast... <laughs> That's what I said. He's pointing from the center of his shirt. If you cut all the way to your armpit on one side, and yes. it was just like a flap that you'd pull down. Yep. <laughs> and then you, we can put a button in it. You should make those and sell them on Etsy. I mean, they already exist. Then get me one. But the thing about you is, it would be comforting because it's like you know how you like to your like take, yeah you like to take my shirts and wear them because you're like oh it's like a nursing shirt that smells like your husband. Yes. <laughs> Why is that funny? Oh, gosh. You don't think that's a good idea? I don't think so. Whatever. Okay, what else goes in the bag? I think I said everything. Okay. Well, then we can buy toiletries at Target and little things like that. Those are things that are good. Making sure we have whatever documents you need. We don't need documents. All right. I guess we're good That I then. know of. I, guess I mean, I, I don't know stress. what you're talking about as far as documents. <laughs> I don't either. Like, what do you picture us needing? I'm thinking we, like, go to the hospital, and they're like, why are you here? And we have to be, like, show, we to, like, like, show our proof, papers. <laughs> proof that we, like, yeah. are here to have a baby. Like, me screaming and being pregnant is not enough. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> At least my doctor's note that says I could have a baby <laughs> in my like, prescription. Mm, you're at the wrong hospital, ma'am. You need to take off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're probably right. You're looking one. for two doors down. <laughs> Talk to Larry. Okay, so hospital bag we'll get to eventually. I shouldn't stress is what I'm hearing. Yeah, make okay. a note. Um, let's talk about. Okay. Um. A hundred days of sweat. I finished my hundred days of sweat. Yes. Which was the challenge I've been doing on social media for a hundred days. I have to work out. Or ex- not workout, but exercise to the point of sweating for 100 days. And it was something I've been doing. And I talked about it on another podcast. But something I was doing in order to set myself up. I thought it was a good idea to set myself up mentally and physically to be 
kind of a more um, stronger and like healthier optimum. Yeah, more an, a more optimum person, and it was like helping me, especially mentally, to be like to to kind of strengthen myself mentally. I guess same with physically. I feel like that's what it was. It was like working out mentally and physically, like yeah. having to make myself make time to work out or say yes to that when I was in a moment of weakness, like I'm sore today or I'm so busy or I had this going on this week and I just literally every day. Like you didn't have any cheat days or anything. Like literally every day. So that is over. That was two days ago that I finished my 100th day of sweat. Yesterday was the first day in 100 days that I have not sweated. Yeah. Cole took yesterday off. Yes, I did. And also, I think yesterday was the first day in 100 days that I didn't shower. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because he would get pretty sweaty. Like, he took this seriously. Yeah, like really, really sweaty. Real sweaty. So, anyways, I feel, I mean, I'm healthier. I lost, like, over 25 pounds. and A lot of inches. A lot of inches. I wear, like, my belt, like, the third notch instead of the first one now. So... A lot of inches, and I'm feel like stronger for it. So yeah, for sure, it was really impressive to watch. I mean, just for someone to work out for thirty days straight is impressive. But he and I thought the beginning of the 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 hundred days of sweat. The whole point is that well, you just have to do something. You just have to get out there and sweat. Like whether you're playing soccer soccer with your buddies or whether you went and played volleyball or whether you ran 10 miles like it's all sweat you accomplish your goal but Cole did not take it that way he had to work out for like 30 minutes a day for 100 days and Mm -hmm. some workouts were easier than others but it was still like the easier workout was like well, I took it easy today. I went and stair-stepped for 25 minutes and then rode for 20 minutes or something like that. Like, it was pretty. It was very intense. And most days, there was, like, a few days where I didn't do crazy activities. Like, there was a few days where I just went and, like, on a hike or on a long hike slash walk, even with you, like, a few months ago when you weren't as pregnant. Yeah, that was only and one day that you did that. Yeah. That and, I talked to you and I still just going on a hike with me. Right, and I still sweated. I mean, not hard, hard, but I sweated that day. And there would be a few days where I did. I think it was. And like he a... ran up the hills. <laughs> yeah, and there was two or two or three days that I did like a core yoga, and yoga was still actually. I probably sweated more on yoga than I did hiking. But so but you I didn't did like yoga. those workouts. Just well, no, it just felt it. like I, I really enjoyed doing cardio, and I got really like I took it. I took this challenge to another level, and I was like really exercising every day. The last exercise, I, I hurt myself. Not really, but I ran three over three miles to the gym. Then I stay like went on the stairmaster for like thirty five minutes, and then I ran home. And by the, I mean, that one was tough, but it was, was rough. That it was night. a good celebration. That was worse than so. the day that you did the ten k. Yeah, that's because that's essentially is a ten. What I did on the last day was a ten k plus thirty five minutes on the stair stepper. Right. So, anyway, so that's what over. What do you think? You're like, what do you think? you grew from day one to day 100 like what are you like changing mindset changing goals like what changed during those 100 days um 
I don't know. I mean, I think to me it was less like I just couldn't have excuses, you know, and and it was the mental the mental strengthening of like tr- making sure I said yes every day and made the time to get active every day and sacrifice my wants potentially like I want to play video games so I, or I want to relax or want to watch a movie or just want to do this or that. And that um, just the ability to kind of sacrifice those personal wants over something I know is going to be better for me um, and ultimately probably make me feel better is going to was like a cool thing. So now I feel stronger mentally there. Like I can easily like today, you know, I'm like, I don't have, I don't feel like I'm sacrificing because I'm going to go to the gym. It's just like, I, I, even on my, my day where I didn't sweat yesterday, I kind of felt like I thought it was going to be more relaxing. Like I was like, Oh, I'm not gonna have to go to the gym or sweat. It's going to be like, really, I'm gonna have all this time, but it wasn't like that. It was like, I really learned that making time for yourself and making time to get active, even like, isn't that much of a sacrifice. You have the time. It's just, it's just organizing it. Mm-hmm. Right. So now I just got to do that. And I don't know, but that was a big thing. And then also like eating, like my metabolism is probably faster than it was before. And I, I don't eat as much, which is awesome. Like I just don't. And I realized that I don't need to. And so I've made a lot of changes in my diet and things like that. So, and then physical. Yeah. Changes. Do you think the change in, like you said, just going to do your workout, was it a lot easier on day 100 than it was on day five? Like, just say yes to going to work out, or did it get harder? On the last day? No, like, like did it get easier throughout the process to say yes every day to going to work out? But yeah, because... Or did, was it still mentally hard to make yourself go and do it? There was only occasions where it was mentally hard, but other than that, it was like, it became something I enjoyed. Like, I would be at, I would be at work, and I'd be like, oh, like, I'm, I'm excited today to go on a run. Like, I know it's going to feel good. Right. And that was kind of a nice thing. Like, it was cool to look forward to exercising, which is something I honestly don't think I ever had done. Ever. Yeah. Even when I kind of made it a habit. Because I did it every day. And I, I people would always say, like, you know, hey, let's let's try to incorporate this into your workout or incorporate, you know, that. But honestly, for me, it was like, I don't know, it wasn't. I just did what I enjoyed and I started to enjoy running. So I focused mainly on running and then I would take a day where I'd go to the gym and it was you know, 30 minutes and do the Stairmaster, do planks or whatever. But like, you know, it's, and it wasn't that bad. It was easy, but, um, no, I, I, t- I tended to like actually enjoy it more than it. So it got easier to say yes. Yeah, for sure. And what do you want to tell everybody what your goals are? Your next goals? Well, I guess. So, I don't know what my next goals are, really. Well, what's happening this weekend? Well, this isn't really good. I'm running. I'm doing another run, but it's just a five-mile this weekend. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, but it's, like, the next thing. Yeah, I, I really enjoy having these, like, events to, like, put them on your schedule because they're kind of, like, they're not necessarily that hard. It's, like, five miles is, is, is a good chunk of miles, but it's not, like, going to kill you and... So having these events are kind of fun. So me and one of my coworkers are running this Equinox five mile and that's going to be fun. And I have another friend who's really interested in 
and running a half marathon with me. And I think that would be super fun. So I, it's one of the goals of my life to run a, a half marathon. So I really want to do that. Which I think you should just do because the, the half marathon he's wanting to do is like three weeks two two or three weeks after the baby's due. Yeah. Which that being said, that might be difficult to train the last few weeks, but up to the two or three weeks before you're going to have been training. It's not like you can train for a half marathon in two weeks anyway. So whether you miss a day of training or two days of training, it's not going to be that big of a deal. Right. And I also think that it'll be fine. Like you'll like, you're going to be exhausted. I'm going to be exhausted, but it might be nice to have to get out of the house for an hour to go train. Well, and I'm, yeah. And again, my and runs continue with like somewhat normal schedule. It takes less than an hour to, to do my regular training days. The only one that'll be longer is the weekend one where I do one long run a week. And that's where right. I like keep incrementally getting more mileage. So, you and know, on the weekends as we know, probably bit. you'll we'll probably have people coming to visit anyway. So I'll have yeah. people here anyways and you can go on your run. And then when I get back, I'll and take care of the can. baby and give you a rest for a while. Yeah. So hopefully. So I think if you want to do it, just do it. I don't think it's a big deal that it's close. I mean, people do these kind of things all the time. That's the only reason I'm nervous. But that's my goal is to do a half marathon next. So hopefully it's the one in December. I really hope so. But. That's my next goal is to run a half marathon. So I'm going to keep exercising probably six days a week and eating good and everything. But, yeah, I want to weigh under 200 pounds. I'm like, I don't know, probably seven pounds away from that right now. So, Which is really awesome. I weighed like close to 240 before. Too thick. 37 was my max, I think. That wasn't very long ago. Yeah, it wasn't very long ago at With- all. And it's been years and years since it's been under 200 Oh, oh, I haven't I haven't been under 200 since college, probably. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, it's probably been... I mean, 2009 was 10 years ago. Yeah. So, well, good things. Really good things. Mm-hmm. For Cole. He's really just... This pregnancy has been really good for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's really just blossomed. Yeah, I'm glowing. He's glowing so much. <laughs> He's just killing it. Mm-hmm. It's easy. <laughs> I don't know why. I just like want to work out all the time and just have all this energy. <laughs> anyway, okay. Well, that was ended up being a long podcast. So, yeah. Well, we talked about the 100 days for like 10 minutes. Really? Okay. Either way. Well, even then, that would have been 45 without it. I so. don't even remember what we talked about today. Yeah, me neither. Um, okay. I can't even think of the word now. De evolutioning, de de evolution. De evolution is that the word I've been using? <laughs> I don't remember. Something like that. Alrighty. Well, thanks for listening. We will see you or talk to you in three weeks, probably. Yep. Yep. Three weeks. Talk to you later. All right. Bye.